You make a really interesting point as well. And I kind of want to build off of that. Like you say, like, you know, maybe there's medicine and then you can identify that that's maybe not the process I wanted to go on. Then I've chosen like Japanese living here. That's my new process. But I also want to elaborate that it's the setbacks and the frustrations and the annoyances and the negative, the negative moments of this new process I'm on. Those are the elements I'm embracing. It's not just a matter of like choosing a new process that I'm supposedly passionate about, but it's choosing a new set of frustrations. It's choosing a new set of adversities. Right. Rather than choosing the adversities or the setbacks of like, you know, having difficult medical exams and residency or fellowship, et cetera, or seeing patients that upset me emotionally at times, or, you know, rather than those types of adversities, I'm choosing to feel like a baby when I communicate because I don't speak like a native or I'm choosing the adversities of like maybe not having as much financial pampering that I would have if I made 400 K a year as uh, a cardiac surgeon. Right. Right. Right? So I'm I've upgraded to a new set of adversities. Yeah. Right. And I think that, I think that is actually the engine that drives happiness. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean like, and like part of, happiness is as adversity i mean like like if you just if i just gave you like you know unlimited amount of money like 10 billion dollars you know like don't you think you would probably still be doing something similar to what you're doing now or like would you would you just like go live on an island and just like you know like if let's just say i, I gave you unlimited money right now what if do you, you gave me unlimited different? if you gave me unlimited money right now like literally unlimited money uh, and then this is n- no bullshit as far as like, oh, I'm going to donate it to like the jungle and stuff. Like apart from all that, t- all, apart from all the altruism, of course, right? We want to be like the, you know, give back. I get it. But if, yeah, if yeah. we talk about it in a selfish way, like what would I be like? Would I upgrade to a new apartment? Would I do? Would I eat better food? Like if those are the questions, I think really what I would do is just put a lot of money into Facebook ads. Oh yeah, yeah. Literally. No, literally. I would like, I would just, I would basically just dump money into Facebook ads to give a whole bunch of awareness to what I'm already doing. Right. That's all it is. That's all it is. Because I think even if there's like, I don't even know the percentages off the top of my head, but if like for every 10,000 people who see my blog, if it impacts 10 pretty strongly and maybe one like astronomically and life changing, um, and you, you put that at scale, you draw that out at scale to millions and millions, then you've impacted a lot of people. So really that's my way of giving back rather than just dumping a billion dollars into saving the rainforest. Like I would dump a lot of money in Facebook ads as a way of ultimately getting to those people in the, in the far reaches of whatever country who see the Facebook ads as my way of getting to them. Essentially I would use money as a way of passing the baton to some dude sitting in uh, Lithuania or something who will not see my blog because I don't have the ads. I don't have the money to get the ads in front of his face. All my readers right now apart, are, mainly came from Facebook ads. Right. Sure. There's organic share, but like for the most part, my foundation came from the Facebook ads. So I pretty much just use money to get in front of more people to create awareness. That's what it is. It's just creating awareness. That's my right. chapter right now. Don't you think? Don't you think that's a good litmus test to see if like you really are living a life true to yourself? Like, 
kind of that test of like, okay, if I had everything I wanted, like in terms of financially and whatnot, what would I be doing? And like your answer was the same as what you're doing now. So do you think that's like a good litmus test for people to know? Like that's a, that's if, amazing. That's an amazing point. It's a, it's, yeah. it's it's really true though because I would do exactly what I'm doing now, more than likely. Like I yeah. I would stay. I would be in Japan. I think I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm not I'm not gonna bullshit. Like if you literally gave me unlimited money, uh, I probably would upgrade my unit. Yeah. Because I'd be as an experiment, not because I need it, but as an experiment, I'd be like, hmm, I'm curious as to like, you know, the girls who come back to my place, if it makes a difference, if it really fucking matters, just as an experiment. And then I could write an article on it. I could be like, I could be like, yeah, you know, I could be like some fucking genie came along. I upgraded to a penthouse and I'm no, and I've noticed over the past year that like, Hey, people really are superficial. I think that I think there's a certain amount of validity I have that I can generate by knowing that I abdicate a lot of material stuff in order to have the life that I do. I think if I'm rich, then it's easy. It comes off very easy what I'm doing. It's like, yeah, well, you know, he abdicated medicine, but didn't matter anyway, because he already had his family already had tens of millions of dollars. Right. So it's easy to not need that financial backing or I think uh, my shortcomings, maybe being average in appearance or being like, you know, not having a lot of money. Those things can help my validity, I believe. Give me diamonds, I'm colder than Malaysia All these